0: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
1: What is up, Packers fans? Welcome to a playoff edition uh, for Cheddar or Worst, Acme Packy Company's podcast covering the good which there's a lot of, and the bad, throughout your Green Bay Packers. Um, as always, I am your host, Chris Burke, joined alongside my co-host, Lindsey Hansen. Lindsey, we're in the playoffs. OMG.
2: Oh my fucking God. We made the playoffs. I could not believe it. I was obviously hoping for it. Like, it's just, it's really wild. It's a wild, wild thing that we're in the playoffs right now.
1: Yeah, especially you know last season it was kind of a downer like Rodgers goes out on that interception the Packers missed the playoffs. Yeah. This year it's like, oh, you know we we weren't really expecting much. I was not expecting playoffs at all. I mean, I thought maybe God, no. 8 and 9. I thought 8 and 9 would kind of be in the area. Uh instead they finish 9 and 8 and they make the playoffs. So I would say they are far ahead of schedule. Um Jordan Love, I thought he would, you know, he's played a a lot better than I think even the most optimistic of us expected, finishing second in the league in touchdown passes. But uh, this team, though, just the offense gelled so fast, and it's uh, – wow. I, I'm still in shock. Like, we, we've we been dealing with a major snowstorm here in Wisconsin, so that's kind of taken a little bit of our minds off of uh, the Packers, just ever so slightly, but the vibes have just been incredible.
2: Truly. I mean, it, It's it's just so unbelievably cool that this Packers team – has made it to the playoffs. Literally no one thought that this was going to be how the season ended. Um, Love is the Packers' first first first-year starting QB to lead the team to the playoffs in all, like, ever, which is just insane. Like, it's so amazing. And these guys are so young, and they are so green, And they have, like, a lot of work to do and all that. But, like, really, truly, going to the playoffs, making it is a win in and of itself because, I mean, it's just so cool. I am just ecstatic. I really, really am.
1: Yeah, it's, you know, it's the youngest team to make it to the playoffs in NFL history since, like, 1974, 1975, something like that. So 50, just around 50 years ago, which is absolutely insane, you know, if we're talking about the team. So to speak. So, I mean, at this point it's house money, right? I mean, you know, win or lose on, win or lose Sunday. It's, you know, I, I can't be upset. Even if they get blown out by Dallas, Exactly. you know, yeah, it suck. But, you know, in the grand scheme of things, you know, once that we're the, the sting of that won't last long, if at all, it'll be like, we are ahead of schedule um so it's just
2: by a year at least
1: yeah yeah so i mean and the other thing for those listening who don't live in wisconsin or the green bay area when the the vibe earlier in the week before all the snow hit the vibe this week just everybody just kind of had a little bit more of a pep in the step people were kinder not that green bay people are bad by any stretch of the imagination but it was like it felt almost like christmas again everybody's nice you know, you get random go pack goes, you know, if you had something green and gold on there, everybody kind of walking with a little bit of a pep in this, you know, like I said, a little pep in the step. Uh, just, it's such a magical place to be around when the Packers are doing well, which I kind of forgot what that felt like. Um, <laughs> you know, it just, cause it's, it's been, it's been at least almost a couple of years now since that playoff run, you know, when they lost to San Francisco, but, uh, it's just, it's such a place.
2: Yeah. It really is. And like, yeah, the Midwestern nice, Gets a whole lot nicer when the the Packers are <laughs> doing good. Um, yeah, I can only imagine. I mean, that's I've not been in Green Bay during during that time, um, but I've been other times, and it is it's a special place just to begin with, and then add on like the fact that the Packers are crushing it, and it's it's yep. got to be
1: really cool. Yeah, the vibes are mad. I just I wish I wish I could spread this vibe across the entire country, really the entire world, because. We need it. Um, so enough vibe. enough gushing. Yeah. The vi vibe, the vibes are immaculate, as justice would say. Um so before we'll get more into we'll talk about the last week's game in a little bit here, but just kind of get into some news. Um so the injury last injury report came out, A. J. Dillon's doubtful. Um, uh, Christian Watson's questionable. Uh it sounds like he's got a lot better chance to play. He was kind of a surprise deactivation last week, um, before the game against the Bears. Uh that Jair Alexander is also looking iffy with a weird ankle injury uh, that apparently somebody stepped on him or he stepped on somebody kind of a freak accident there
2: yeah he freaking <laughs> was that a walk through and he uh, stepped on someone's foot and then rolled his own ankle I was like okay cool that's just what we need <laughs>
1: Yeah, I just—it's kind of—we'll talk more about Jair in a little bit. I got a little bit of a story to tell on on him in a little bit here, but uh, just kind of a weird situation, you know, given the drama around his injury before. Uh, the conspiracy theorists, shout out Aaron Rodgers, are going to have a fun fun time with this. But um, I really, I, I believe Matt Lafleur after, don't we? I?
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just—it's very unfortunate. Um, I it's the worst timing we really need all of our weapons or at least the majority all of our weapons is just not an option but the majority uh, would be great right now because the Cowboys are a phenomenal team and we need all the help we can get and to have our star cornerback potentially not play Um, you know he's missed a lot of this season to his back injury and then that one game suspension and um, and now maybe this, that would just, it would really be a bummer.
1: Yeah, they, they need him against the statehouse offense. C.D. Lamb is hoof. You know, I think that's, he's, he's going to challenge Green Bay, I think more than Justin Jefferson will, but, uh, we'll talk more about that a little bit. Um, other big thing in the news. So as I mentioned, we got pounded with snow on uh, the last couple of days, uh, foot, foot and a half across the entire area, of the Green Bay region. So I'm going to include the Fox Valley there uh kind of a neat story though uh some poor girl got stuck and somebody pulled her out of a ditch but it wasn't just somebody it was uh QB1 Jordan Love um pulls this poor girl out of a ditch or helps dig her out and then her aunt shared it on social media just kind of a nice little vibe just to uh remind everyone that hey not only is Jordan Love a good passer he-
2: yeah you broke up there a little bit Chris but uh yeah I mean not only is he a good pastor he's a good person um that was really a heartwarming story to see about love um yeah I guess she was like a college kid who um was home for you know the holiday break and and then it was her birthday the day before this happened and so she at least got a uh got you know, home safe, of course, and and Jordan Love helped with that, and then got a selfie with with QB one, so that was cool to see. That was like a you know, a fun little, cute, heartwarming story. Um, but you love to see it for sure.
1: Yeah, he's just you know, just just overall good guy, and he I kind of laugh. Like
2: a very good guy, yeah.
1: I just you know, some of the comments on there are like, oh God, take care of the hammy, take care of the hammy, don't hurt yourself. Like guys, relax. Getting somebody out of the snow is more important than a playoff football game because. This, I, this storm was bad. There were jackknife semis all over. Um, it just, it was, it was really bad. So I think I, those comments really aren't warranted. Although, uh, we definitely need Jordan Love still healthy for that game, but grand scheme of things, not the most important. Shout out to him though for taking care of that. Yeah. Very um, glad
2: she's safe and very glad she's okay.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And another thing here that I just kind of wanted to talk on to my world literally cross streams with the Green Bay Packers here. I'm guessing a lot of people saw it, because the person who initially shared the story has got, I think, over 2 million views now on the original tweet. So I'm guessing a lot of people saw it. So as I've mentioned on here before, I work at one of the Green Bay TV stations, and one of our reporters, um, this is going to give away where I work, but I really don't care at this point, Um, Emily Roberts, uh, who actually is the reporter that reports to me in the morning. Um, I'm the morning executive producer. She was live in front of Lambeau Field uh, during our mid-morning 9 a.m. newscast when I was talking about you know reaction to the playoff game you know and all that you know excitement over the playoffs. Out of nowhere, somebody creeps into view. You know the pack bring that vibe. All the taxes, the pack is back. That person wasn't just anybody either. It was Jair Alexander. <laughs> um, and it, long story short, she didn't she didn't initially recognize him. Uh, she just said all you heard here from a fan and then she tossed it back to the studio she was clearly caught off guard if you watch the video he came up on the right side so uh that that went viral all over the place um i do want to defend emily here not just as her boss just as a person as another journalist there are, she was getting a lot of grief on this about not recognizing gyre and i really think the people saying that need to back the hell off how many people out, would outside of jordan love you wouldn't be able to recognize a packer player outside of a uniform. I guarantee you couldn't, looking through hindsight. Um I think, you know, it's. and she, he came up behind her. He had his sunglasses on at one point. And a lot of people are saying, well, how could she not do that? You know, how can you be a Green Bay reporter and not say that? If anybody sitting that who thinks that, thinks they can come and do a stand-up like that and recognize Jair live on TV while you've got a camera on you, I welcome you to come apply for the job. Uh, and it's a field that doesn't pay much, by the way. Otherwise, you know, if you don't want to do that, then shut up. Um, this story went viral, um, and Emily's defense, she's played it and handled it really well. But I think, you know, it's it's so easy to criticize somebody doing that job when you don't do that job, and it happens especially with the media. Uh, if anybody else thinks they can do a better job, you're welcome to do it. Otherwise, uh, please be quiet. Um, she invited Jire back. Um, it's on our website, com. It's a, it's all over. You can see her, Tim, and it even made it on ESPN and NFL.com um Lindsay, i just sent you that. what what did you make of that whole thing oh,
2: I was <laughs> <scared>. <laughs> she was like she was like uh yeah, yeah, yeah you heard it from the that fan we're all excited <laughs> it was just really funny um but yeah i mean i i i don't really think it like people are gonna say what they're gonna say but i it's a funny uh funny little moment and it you know, she, she handled it well and she was probably like, Oh no, I know who he is now.
1: <laughs> yeah. And Emily, Emily Roberts is one of the rising stars in our market. And I'm glad she's under our umbrella. Um, she is going to go places. She's going to be a name you're going to see, um, a lot. If you're in the Green Bay area, I, I, you know, everybody loves Emily. Um, she's a terrific talent. I'm glad she's on our team and everybody like ESPN vendor and people ABC News um Early morning on World News, both reporters were right? like, "We understand she's getting grief, but come on." Rihanna was one of the biggest cheese fan. She goes, "I would recognize ninety percent of the cheese players. I mean, Mahomes is one thing, but you know, <laughs> not the rest." After that, so just thought I would address that because it was kind of a fun, weird story that my world actually cross-streamed with the Packers. But uh yeah, anyway. So that's um enough enough about that. So let's talk briefly on happier news about that big Bears game last week. Um I think we can all say it's scientifically proven that uh Aaron Rodgers' ownership of the Bears has officially been transferred to Jordan Love. And B, I think it's beyond a doubt that the Bears still suck.
2: Uh yeah, yeah. Jordan Love signed the deed. Um <laughs> over from from Rogers then and, and is now the proud owner of the Bears. Um he oh god, it was so Love has in because this is his obviously first start as a QB. We all know that. That's very clear, but he's played um he's played the Bears twice in his career and he has a passer rating of 129.3 with 561 yards and five touchdowns in those two games, which is just so cool. He, yeah, he, uh, he took, he took a note or two from Rogers, I think when it comes to the bears, because his performance was stellar. And I mean, both times, like we all, we all remember that first game, the opening, the season opener, Um, he had a standout performance and he did it again. Um last week and it was just very 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 cool to see
1: well you know and it's his first year starting he's in the exact same boat that aaron Rodgers was last year right you know you got to win and you're playing against an nfc north rival that's already eliminated there's some chicago center Detroit this time we talked about this on our last episode um but he delivered Rodgers didn't look so hot last year in that last game folks um everybody kind of just gets lost in the fact that that was the last game but Aaron didn't look so good. Jordan came through in the clutch, which one more box you can check off of. And again, why I say I've seen enough from him this year. It's house money because they weren't even supposed to be in the playoffs. But, uh and I'm not just saying that as a Packers fan, that he is the NFC North player of the week for the second straight week, somehow lost out on the month honor to Christian McCaffrey, but back-to-back NFC player, offensive player of the week honors, which I believe he's the first Packers offensive player, or maybe just the quarterback to do that. You know, it's, it's it's another first. What do we think?
2: I know that's pretty freaking amazing. I am just like I am so damn excited for the future of this team and for the Packers under Love. Like I had no idea what to expect going into the season. I really didn't. Um, I wanted him to succeed. I I really liked him, but I just didn't see enough in when Rogers was at the helm to really make a judgment um, and be able to, you know, say whether or not he'd be, he'd make sense for this team. I can say definitively that he definitely does now. Um, and he had those, you know, those games where um, it wasn't looking so hot. It wasn't looking great, but he really, really turned it around. And he, I mean, he stepped up in a major way. He learns from his mistakes. You can tell that he cares, I am just so thrilled and excited about the future because I just, I really think that we have something special again with our QB and it's, it's a pretty, uh, pretty amazing feeling, especially because we just weren't sure, you know, uh, just a few months ago. So, um, it's a, yeah, good vibes. I'm excited.
1: Yeah. And, you know, the, the best thing about it is he's got all these young weapons around him, a lot of weapons to the point where I think Aaron, I think, I think number 12 might be a little jelly, as the kids say, that, you know, um, you know, cause they, they did add so much youth and talent to this team through the draft this year. Um, yeah. ironically, some of it with after, uh, Rogers was traded, but, um, the big, the big ones that came, um, uh, I wrote down on Damian Wicks, who did have a good game, but it was also, it was the Aaron Jones and Jane Reed show um seeing Jones get going the last couple of weeks has been a great sign uh that's going to serve them really well going against the Cowboys we'll talk about that in a little bit but uh yeah it was Jones Jones and Reed again and I think those are the two that uh this offense those are going to be Jordan Lowe's best playoff run
2: yeah 1000 percent Reed is fun to watch he um he reminds me a little bit and I'm not saying this to put pressure on anything. I'm not like expecting this level, but he does remind me a little bit of a younger um Adams. He's just so versatile. He's so quick. He gets open and he is so young yet. So he, he really is, I think just going to grow into his role and, um and really just like make, Make some strides. Um, I'm really, really excited to continue to watch him play and and uh, succeed in the in this role in this team. Um, but yeah, it was Jones' uh, third game in a row with hundred plus yards. He is heating up when we need him the most. He had another phenomenal game against the Bears, and um, yeah, we'll touch on that here in just a minute. But very excited that he is healthy, and I just pray that it stays that way, especially for the Cowboys game. Um, we're going to need him for all four quarters. That's for sure.
1: Yeah, you know, I think the, the, the Adams comparison, I think could be drawn to, to Dontavian Wicks, too. It, um, the way he releases off the line reminds me a lot of a young Adams. And keeping in mind a lot with, you know, with the way these young offensive weapons are playing, this is without Christian Watson. And Watson yeah. was showing some promise, but unfortunately he can't stay healthy. If he can stay healthy, ooh, um, this, this offense could be the next big thing. Um, as long as everything keeps developing, not to put that much pressure on him, but the arrow's pointing in the right direction to where, you know, like I said last week, Detroit, enjoy your right at the top of the division. Cause, uh, Green Bay were a coming. So yeah. before we start, before we start talking about 2024, we still have got more football this year. Uh, I mean, it is 2024. I'm talking about the regular season before anybody leaves a stupid comment. But anyway, um, so Green Bay now heading to Dallas to take on hashtag old friend Mike McCarthy, uh who pretty much had wanted nothing to do this time with the drama around him playing his old team. You know, that was last year when he came back to Lambeau. Because uh, if it's not helping him win the game this time, I'm not interested in it. So props to big Mike on that. Clearly, he's coming to peace now with that divorce. Uh, Lindsay, I guess, uh, do you want to take us through what we think could go well this week? So it's a three thirty kickoff on Sunday. Um, obviously it's a playoff game, do or die. Uh, green do Bay has die. done well. Green Bay has done well in Dallas under Aaron Rodgers. This would be Jordan loves first trip. Um, do you want to take us through what we think could go right this week?
2: Uh, yes, let's do it. So, um, first thing is, is really, I mean, the packers are very young and very inexperienced this is a lot of the guys um first trip to the playoffs uh was their first regular season we got the youngest team in the NFL and that can be our advantage if we play it right i mean the cowboys they're number number 2 uh rather in the NFC we're number 7 they have something to prove. The Cowboys have something to prove. The Packers don't. I mean, honestly, they're they're truly already defying expectations just by making it to the playoffs and just by being there. So, well, the, like I said at the top, like they're just that's a win,
1: right? And the other thing is, there's rumblings. I don't believe this, but there are enough rumblings that it could happen that McCarthy could get fired if Green Bay if Green Bay beats them tomorrow. Uh, I, that would make me feel horrible for big Mike, but there's a lot of, there's a lot more on the line for Dallas than green Bay. So go ahead.
2: Yeah. 1000%. Um, yeah. And like, you know, speaking of, of McCarthy, um, you know, last time we met, um, it was Rogers at the home and we remember that obviously. Um, but, uh, McCarthy knew Rodgers. He knew his plays. He knew his style. He helped coach Rodgers. So it was an advantage to McCarthy and the Cowboys. That's not the case for Love. Love is brand new. He's a a baby. And um, it's a whole new era for the Packers or of the Packers. And, and McCarthy hasn't ha- had a hand in any of it. So he doesn't have that advantage anymore. And I think that's definitely something worth calling out because it is, it is a 1000% an advantage when your previous head coach is now the head coach of another team. You're playing the opponent, like that is 1000% to their advantage. And so McCarthy doesn't have that anymore. And that's, that's a good spot to be.
1: Yeah. And the team has changed over so much just in the last year. I mean, oh the gosh, offense is yeah. pretty, the offense is pretty much all new. Uh, the True, only person I think yeah. on that line that he might have, might have known is David Bakhtiari. He's out. Uh, Aaron Jones, Mike McCarthy doesn't know that much very well because he hardly used him when he was the Packers head coach. Uh, burn burn there. Um, <laughs> but he, um, it's just, it's that familiarity advantage is gone, you know, and that, that advantage did go both ways because Rodgers would know McCarthy's tendencies, but you yes. know, it just. It's, you know, it's just this, this is, you know, it's, yeah, it's, this would, the vibes would be different that they were coming into Lambo instead of Dallas, But, uh, you know, it's still, I, I will always be a Mike McCarthy fan. I'm probably very rare amongst the group in the Acme Packing Company group that his course just ran in Green Bay. He's a great human being. I think he's a terrific coach with what he's done in Dallas. Reed, he's calling the plays this year and he turned Dak Prescott into an MVP. So. Uh, don't yeah. don't make me that he didn't evolve his offense because he clearly did. So, um, big credit to Mike, but Yeah, I think you know he's not familiar with Jordan Love because a lot of the time the playbook last year, you know, take Rodgers out of the equation. The playbook they were still using a lot of plays from his time, right? So he could right. probably see that. Now they the the Packers have reinvented the entire offensive playbook around Jordan Love. So I'd say that's exactly. an advantage. Today. Yeah,
2: one thousand percent. One thousand percent. Um, And I mean, Jones, like (laughs) he obviously was going to make our our list on on the cheddar section. He is on fire and he is very much known to be a uh, quote unquote cowboy killer. Um, He's played them three times. And in those three showings, he's totaled 370 rushing yards on 62 attempts, six touchdowns. And then also 10 receptions for 102 yards. Um, He has performed very, very well against the Cowboys in these showings. And it is, I think if he like, I mean, he's just on, he's really heating up when we need him most, like he really, really is. And I think that is going to be to the detriment of the Cowboys again. Um, the Cowboys defense is strong. Don't get me wrong. They're very good. Uh, we all know that. But their one area is their run defense. It, they have the lowest run rate in the league. Um, so, I mean, it's it's just really, really exciting. I, uh, I'm excited to see what Jones does. Hopefully LaFleur uses him like he has been. I think LaFleur has learned his lesson there. Um, at least it seems that way the last three games, but it is, uh, I think Jones is going to have a phenomenal game uh, and I just really hope he, he stays healthy for the whole of it.
1: Yeah. And even if, you know, even if McCarthy does see the Jones does key on Jones, that's going to open things up for love then in the passing game. And I think, you know, I hope that I, I'm not sure that everybody still respects Jordan love enough as a passer. If they go out and beat Dallas, that changes everything. So that might be the one thing Green Bay really does have to play for is just that would, that would just up love and that push love into that upper echelon a little more. But I still, I still look for a big game from Aaron Jones. I think, I think it's, you know, and maybe not in the run game, but maybe as a pass game check down, throwing him in the flat, you know, just I, he's, he's going to be a big part of their game plan on Sunday tomorrow. At least he should be.
2: Oh, wouldn't that? Yeah, I mean, if we want to win, he better be. And also, these people that don't believe in loves like pass—he's literally tossed the fourth most touchdown passes by a first-year starter in NFL history. So, like anyone who doesn't believe in in his ability to throw a ball is eh, not paying attention. Like, (laughs) that's crazy.
1: He's got—he's got Skip Bayless. Crow I Crown And mean, he's playing you know, thing. I mean I bring up that troll on the show, but he, you know, we all know how much he can drive. He's been a very pro drawing love, and if we're winning over idiots like that, you're doing some right.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's it's really oh gosh. Yeah. Um okay. And then last up on our what could go right section. Uh, and this is just a fun little, a fun little stat uh, that most Packers fans know. But they have not lost at AT&T uh, Stadium. We're currently four and stadium we are currently 4 and 0 And I just really hope that just like love was passed over the D to the Bears, I really hope he is able to carry this torch as well and keep that, keep that going. I think they're. Um, or I know that they're four and four right now in their record, the Cowboys, Packers in the playoffs. Is that right? And so whoever wins tomorrow is going to obviously lead that um lead that division record. Um, but I believe it's it's tied at four and four right now.
1: I believe that does track, yes. Um yeah. I, I believe it dates back to dates back to the ice bowl because you had those years. Exactly. You know, yep. Ninety three you had you had ninety three, ninety four, ninety five, uh you know as far of, you know, there were those three years there. Um it's, there was I I can't remember all the years, but that does track. That that story does um that number does that number does check out. So I just it's hopefully that continues there. You know, he's learned a lot from watching Aaron Rodgers, so maybe this yeah. is just one more thing to keep an eye on, but um, you know, you got to think. You know how many heartbreaking losses the Cowboys have had too. You had the Matt Flynn comeback game where Eddie Lacy went off. Um, We had that game where Jared Cook oh, had that Lacy. long pass. Yeah, then the uh comeback a couple of years ago where it was Rogers to Devontae Adams to the corner, just on an absolutely filthy pass. Yeah, uh, that became so commonplace between the two of them. It's yeah. just, it's, it's just been one, one thing after another. And maybe this you know, different quarterback, same result. I don't know. I just, I cannot wait for the kickoff of this game because it's really kind of going to be stress-free. Well, it won't be stress-free, but, um, you know, keeping an eye big picture is just going to be fun.
2: It is going to be fun, yeah. And, I mean, I still very much want them to win, of course, obviously. Um, But, again, just the fact that we are here, that we made it, that is truly just, it's incredible. And I'm just really, really pumped to watch this game. Yep, All right, absolutely. guys. Well, that does it for the chatter section of our show. We are going to take a quick break and we will cover what could go wrong and make our predictions. We'll be right back.
0: Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is
1: All right. Welcome back. So obviously Green Bay is a seven and a half point underdog. So they, they have a big mountain to climb here. Uh, a few things that we think could go wrong against the Cowboys. Uh, I'm going to take something actually from the cheddar section and bring it into this one. Uh, it's going to be a cheddar worst uh, moment here with, uh, you know, the Packers be the, the Packers are being young and inexperienced. Uh, playoff yeah. football is a different level of intensity. Um, a lot more, you know, play, they really people really tend to step their game up. So while the Packers are dangerous that nobody wants to play them, uh, they got to realize that they're in, they're in for a much different environment than what they would normally see in the regular season.
2: Yeah. Yeah, totally. I mean, this is, this is the best of the best of the season. That's why, you know, that's why they, they made it to the playoffs and we're not, we're not starting with an easy opponent. We're starting with the number two seed. So, Yes, it is definitely something that we can use to our advantage. The fact that we are young and inexperienced, it's also something that can very be, very much be of detriment to us. So we are very much hoping that it is, um, the advantage, <laughs> but there is that risk. And, um, and this Cowboys team is very, very good and, um, we're going to have to put up all phases working throughout, like, throughout all four quarters. Like, we need everyone to show up and play their best ball tomorrow. Otherwise, it's just, you know, it's game over. Um, but I I really do yep. think that these guys are hungry. They want it, and they're excited to be there, and I think that's going to help us.
1: Oh, 100%. I mean, if anybody saw the locker room video after that game, Matt LaFleur is not – Chiping in you know either like hey just be happy to be there he yeah. goes keep sticking together it goes you can to accomplish great things so they, they've got their eyes on board um which credit to I me mean, that'd be an incredible run but uh yeah they they are going to have their hands full tomorrow and even if they don't win tomorrow this is still going to be a valuable experience for them um going forward just their schedule so i keep saying yeah. that but it's true it's just it's it's something they're definitely gonna have to look forward to learning um learning anything they can from tomorrow, but uh, the inexperience against a team that's a playoff hard like the Cowboys um, is still kind of a disadvantage to them. Uh, next thing on our list. So this is, again, I'm like, just like Mike McCarthy, you know, he might not know Jordan Love, but McCarthy is also not the skin play caller that was in Green Bay. Um, he, to his credit, you know, took that year off after Green Bay fired him, uh, basically retooled his offense. Um, there's an interview on YouTube of McCarthy with Peter King uh, when he was still living in Green Bay before he got the Cowboys job, and you see binders of basically every play that was called during his time in Green Bay. Uh, it's a great interview of kind of how he approached breaking it down and kind of retooling his program, his playbook, so to speak. Um, McCarthy's definitely dialed in a lot more. He's turned Dak Prescott from when Kellen Moore was there. You know, everybody kind of made fun of his like, oh, God, Dak, screwed." He's going to have Mike calling the plays for him. dak got a decent – a good shot of being the NFL MVP this year. And that's due credit to McCarthy. So you something to keep in mind is the Packers, and especially Joe Barry, uh are gonna know uh know his tendencies that well because he has improved as a play caller and he's definitely not a stale play caller like Winnie Green Bay.
2: Oh yeah, I mean yeah exactly. I mean, you know, he's he's certainly not the same uh head coaches he was he's learned and and grown as well um alongside his players um and you know his offense is evolving it's one of the strongest ones and uh he's made the cowboys uh, regular season record just phenomenal he like multiple multiple winning records under mccarthy multiple visits to the playoffs um, but that's where, you know, obviously he, uh, isn't doing great is in the playoffs. He's one and two, uh, in the playoffs with the Cowboys, hopefully one and three after Sunday. I don't want him to lose his job, though. I mean, it, like, I want the Packers to win, but I don't want McCarthy to lose his job. Um, I think he is a great head coach and I think he is, um, he is what the Cowboys needed. At just the right time he came in. and so um I think that I I mean hopefully they don't fire him hopefully they're not um dumb enough to do that but you know playoffs that also matters that that very very much matters that playoff record is not great, but we will see
1: yeah and I've got I've got a few good friends out there that are cowboy fans. Uh, one of them said, "We love Big Mike." They call him just because he's reinvented the program. He's changed the culture of the locker room. Yeah. Um, it's kind of a different vibe from how reviled he was, you know, the last year in Green Um, they've embraced him down there. So, I mean, I just one thing to remember is he is he is not the same man he was, um, when he was here. So, uh, but the run reason, you know, you just mentioned about McCarthy potentially getting fired. One of the reasons I think that that rumor is starting is because the Cowboys are definitely afraid of losing Dan Quinn as their defensive coordinator and or maybe promoting him to a head coach. Uh, Dan Quinn has done a remarkable job with that defense. You know, you got people like Micah Parsons, and, you know, you got such a great unit there. Uh, and the best thing about what, the way Dan Quinn attacks, and this is something I wish Joe Barry would get in, is Quinn is not married to any defensive scheme. You know, he's not mainly a zone guy. He's not mainly a man guy. He's constantly evolving on the opponent his his defense is so fluid that it keeps a lot of quarterbacks guessing, and this is probably going to be the most unique defense uh the world love is gonna face this entire year,
2: yeah, one thousand percent i mean yeah like exactly like you said i mean quinn is he plays guys all over the field, he's not concerned really about what position their um uh body is is built for you know he's he's very uh very like a big fan of a fast attacking defense um we are an all a very young offense that has a very young quarterback like it's it's a little scary um they are very very good on the pass uh so you know obviously they will be trying to prepare the Packers will be trying to prepare for that but like they have got to be ready come game time because it is, it's going to be a tough, tough matchup and a tough defense.
1: I mean, it's, it's football and it's a great learning experience from Jordan Love, right? Just to be a little more optimistic about it. I mean, you've got to Marcus Lawrence, there too two along the line. You got um Stefan Gilmore, who I know was banged up a little bit, but it looks like he is good to go uh for the game. So just something, I think it's, you know, it, I, I hope Matt LaFleur sees what how Dan Quinn attacks his own team tomorrow and le- realizes that because I still think Joe Barry's going to be out during a deeper playoff run. So, you know, in terms of looking for another defensive coordinator, I think Matt LaFleur uh, needs to take a good hard look at what Dan Quinn's doing and see if he can find someone in that mold. Uh, finally, last thing that I've got going right, right, you know, that could go wrong is obviously Joe Barry is still a green Bay's defensive coordinator. Um Dak Prescott and C.D. Lamb are arguably, I would say, the top QB wide receiver demo uh, uh duo in the NFL right now. A lot of reminds me of a lot of a uh, Aaron Rodgers, Dory Nelson, Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams combination. Uh, and Lamb seems to be one of those that if he goes on against Joe. help us all.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I will say that the defense obviously has been performing better as of late the last like couple weeks um, in a couple games. They've really stepped up. Um, eh, we've seen that happen, though, where they step up, they do great, and then they revert back and, and kind of go backwards. I'm really afraid that that's going to happen against the Cowboys tomorrow. I, I just... I mean, this is an elite team and Dak Prescott is an elite quarterback. CeeDee Lamb is an elite <laughs> like they they are very, very good. And you know, I uh I do agree. Like Lamb and, and Prescott, that is a dangerous combo for sure. Um our defense is going to have a harder time stopping them. They they just are. Um, and you know, with Alexander possibly out, uh, we don't have our one of our stars on defense. Like it is going to be um a fight. It's it's not going to be easy uh by any any means. But I just really hope that Barry does enough and, and preps the guys enough to um, at least you know not have it be a a blowout. I I really don't yep. think it's going to be, but um, you never know with Barry and you know this defense. So Any we given will s- see. Any given Sunday. Any given
1: Sunday. So- but- <laughs> You know, the only optimistic line I'll draw there is, you know, we said the same thing about Justin Jefferson a couple of weeks ago and the Packers kept him out. They kept him locked down pretty much. So yep. maybe, maybe, maybe that's the same situation, but Dallas has still got plenty more talent than Minnesota had on that offense, um, to worry about. So definitely I don't see it being a repeat of that. Um, uh, it won't be a blow win for the Packers, I don't think anyway. So speaking no. of scores, uh, let's get into our pred- let's get into our predictions now. So Lindsay, uh, take her away.
2: Yeah, so um like I just said I I really don't think it's going to be a blowout by the Cowboys. I and maybe that's just the optimistic fan in me. Uh like I tend to be, but I I do think that the Packers are going to show up and and give it the best that they have. Um I really do. I think these like I said, these guys are just they're excited to be here and they are um they're hungry i mean they want they want to see how far they can take this team and i think we are going to see really good strong performances from all phases um same with the cowboys cowboys are not going to lay down and take it they are going to show up they're going to make the packers fight every inch of the game every second so i Just looking back at, like, the history, too, it's always been very close. Like, the last, like, four matchups have been, like, really close against the Packers and Cowboys in the playoffs. I think we're going to see a repeat of that. I think it's going to be 24-28, and I have to go with the Packers just because I really hope that they win.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, I appreciate the optimism, so – We've been doing a running joke here where I've been picking against the Packers and they keep winning. Um, I also did the same thing um, when they made the run to Super Bowl XLV, Um The site I wrote for is now defunct, but I picked against them, I think, up until the Bear game in the NFC Championship. Uh, and then I went to the Super Bowl. So I am going to keep that up. Obviously, I really hope the Packers win, but I'm going to actually say the same score, just switch the teams. Uh, 28-24 Cowboys. Um in this one. I just don't think the Packers have it defensively to do it. They're gonna show up. They're not gonna roll over. Um, it's definitely gonna they're gonna put up enough on national TV that they're gonna be like, hey, when you start pro you know making your predictions for next year, don't forget about us because we come and I think that's the message that's gonna come out of this game and really out of this um ending to the season. So I'm um, looking yeah. forward to a great game, but I think it's gonna end tomorrow. I hope I'm wrong. Because after this, if the Packers win, they go to San Francisco. And talk about a house of pain. Uh, I won't even bring those vibes up until we get there. But, oof, yeah. (laughs) We all know how that's gone for the Packers against the 49ers in the uh, Rogers era. So, yeah, we won't won't even discuss that. So, uh, that'll do it for us this week. Uh, We'll be back again. Definitely, as I said last week, I'm going to keep saying this until the season's over. Uh, We'll be back again either previewing a Packer 49er playoff matchup um, or we'll kind of just be doing our season review. What was good? What was bad? Um, and go from there. So we got at least another show on us. Uh, yeah. but until then, I will end as always. Uh, go pack go and anybody listening out east, uh, that's now dealing with the weather we had, please stay safe. Um, the NFL already moved Steelers bills came to Monday instead of tomorrow because of that storm system. So just, uh, stay safe and, uh, go pack go.
2: Stay safe. Stay warm. Go Pack Go!
0: We'll see you guys here next week. Bye. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier.